in Orlando as I am here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Presented by Relay Indiana. Appreciate them sending us here. Rob O'Donnell joins me right now. A uh, former homicide detective in New York City and now a columnist at lawenforcementtoday.com. And when we take a look at where Republican uh, political right messaging is for 2022, law enforcement is amongst the top of the list, right? What is it that people are going to be talking about? What is it that we're seeing in states all across the country? What are we seeing from district attorneys, whether it's Alvin Bragg in Manhattan or we're seeing Garcon uh, uh, in, in Los Angeles? We're seeing what's going on in San Francisco, other places. How is the law enforcement conversation moving forward? And Rob, good to have you uh, with us. We've known each other for a while. I think it's your first time on the show. Let's start with the defund the police movement that the left and specifically Speaker Pelosi are desperate to move away from. Have they been successful in that or have they tarnished their own message? No, they've tarnished their own message. Uh, we're seeing what came to fruition from the squad, bringing them down the path to defund the police. Um, and unless they directly rebuke the squad and their movement, which they continue the rhetoric on, they're not going to move away from it. They own this now. And no matter what they do, they just can't ignore it happen because, you know, these individuals, the squad, these, these far leftist progressives, Ilian Omar, you know, AOC, who, who represents the district I was born and raised in. Um, that's not what that district is about. That's not what these cities are about. And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing in these cities. It's hard to say that the 14th, right, we're talking about the Bronx, yeah. uh, is, isn't, uh, is, isn't that, that district. They voted for her twice. Yeah, but look at the numbers that voted for her. What, what you hap- what's happening in these cities is they're just not voting. I mean, the turnouts in, in the teens, the percentage-wise. Uh, and that's why someone like this gets in. Um, you know, she, she's got, unfortunately, uh, it was said if, if she was, you know, a 250-pound, 60-year-old woman, she wouldn't be in office in the Bronx. You know, she's got a good social media message. She's got good handlers, which is starting to change. You know, some of her handlers that got her elected have moved on to other things. And you see her messaging is not she, on point, yeah, not the same as it used to edge, be. She has lost the edge, right? She, yes. She's cougar and top gun. Yeah. She, she has lost the edge. I've talked about this many times, talking to Rob O'Donnell, uh, former law enforcement in New York, discussing how you run on this conversation of, of the necessity for police. We could have the conversation. We should have the conversation. We just won't do it right now for time about issues we've seen in policing. It's wrong to say that there aren't. It's wrong to say that we shouldn't look at them and fix things that can be fixed. This is how they have phrased defund the police. In your view, how do Republicans around the country need to capitalize on what they've said? And how do they go about a proper phraseology to get people to understand the value of policing in America? Yeah, I've said from day one, a conversation needs to be had. Policing is not perfect. No profession is perfect. But I'll put it up against medical malpractices and such like that, you know, that, that go on day in and day out by the tens of thousands where you have the, that handful of incidents with law enforcement. You need to have that conversation to better the profession. But that conversation needs to start from a place of fact, not a place from fiction. And that's where the defund the police movement based their rhetoric on. You know, the, these handful of, of, of half a dozen incidents that unfortunately happen and, and are egregious and need to be brought out, and they are held accountable on multiple levels. You know, that seems to be... They, they're brought up... They're investigated not only by the depart, the supervision, the department, the district attorney, the federal, uh, internal affairs. There's multiple layers, and these people are held accountable. 
And these individual acts that happen, and again, so minute, it's, when you break down the actual data, you're more likely to be struck by lightning than you are to be unarmed, a person of color shot and killed by police. It's a hard conversation to have right there. Right? It is. Because that was a mouthful. We're going to have to bring that down into seven words. Rob, <laughs> Rob O'Donnell, Law Enforcement Today is where you can find his work, lawenforcementtoday.com. I appreciate you taking the time.